What's up, Guardians? Uh, this is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasted on all frequencies from, from here all the way to Savathun's throne world. We are on all wavelengths, whether it be Hive communication, whether it be Vex Milk, you can get us on every device, even your calculator. Because if, if you go to CosmodromeRadio.com, you are able to find... All, like, like every uh, podcast platform we are on, whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, there's all kinds of different things that you can find us on. We're, we're going to be getting on YouTube soon for people who like YouTube, or we're also on, on like Amazon Music and Audible if you do that kind of thing. So definitely check us out for that. Uh, my name is James, aka Pain of the Paladin. Uh, we are here for an interesting show this evening. Uh, thankfully, Prismatic was able to join us this evening uh, after some internet trouble. How are you doing this evening? good just you know munching on some dinner glad to have internet back and then we have my fellow titan the man who has been sweating his dick off just as much as me getting ready for a rain day we have told a nator how you doing been playing on my hunter nonstop. at this point just call me a hunter main stop it don't do that stop that (laughs) you cannot betray me like that Two out of three characters done. I am almost ready for day one. <laughs> See over here saying you're done. I'm over here like spacing it out on all three characters. That way I don't burn myself out. You're like, I'm done with one. Man, you crazy. <laughs> oh, I just literally, when we were doing our um, clan bounties, I would grab gambit bounties or crucible bounties. Uh, that makes sense. So I could knock some stuff out and have a few while I was sitting there. And then it's like, okay. And then I just go went around at all my world bounties, and here we are. Already done with my warlock. Uh, I'm done with my hunter and my titan. Um, fair enough. Uh, don't uh, don't forget, folks, that you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. That's where you can see where all the new episodes go live. You can follow me, Tolanir, and Prismatic on TikTok. Those links will be in the description as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can, you'll be able to see it on our host profile on CosmodromeRadio.com. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Um, basically we're just, we're just trying to get you to check out this show and we're working on some really cool things in the future. That way you can interact with us better. But if you, if you have a question that you want answered on the podcast, <laughs> if you have like a, an idea for a show, like, let us know, like DM us that. on Twitter, DM us on Twitter, com- like, tweet us on us Twitter. like freaking uh, comment on our, like, the, the different TikToks we make about the show. Like it was, like, I made a phone one before work of like, uh, well, one of my mutuals asked me what Titan arms would I want over everything else, and, like for the rest of D one, the like, Destiny's history. I was like, no backup plans is all I need. Like, is it you, any exotic or just exotic arms? The, the question posed was out of, like out of any exotic arm, you only have one pair of exotic arms from now to the end of D 2s lifespan. Which one uh, would you choose? And I was like, all I need is no backup plans. I don't care if shotguns are ass in PvP or or PvE, I will always use no backup plans because I, I am the best Titan I can be when you give me a shotgun and you give me my buff arms. That's the end of the line. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm going to go with a uh, ice manifold, ice fall mantle. Fair enough. I mean, like, you can't, you, you can't jump that around with them, but I... <laughs> That I mean, that's pretty cool. Fun. 
Yeah, that's always a pretty fun. Um, Warlock, I gotta go with osteomancy gloves because that just turned stasis into fucking easy money. Prismatic, do you is there a pair of hunter arms you want above all else? About arms only? Yeah, like, like, like just like like because he he asked the question for per exotic, but from the video he made about exotic arms, like if there's one pair of exotic arms that you can only use to the end of D2's lifespan, which exotic arms would you pick? Um, <laughs> I don't know that I I don't know that I have one. I've heard the new Caliban um, exotic is good, but I don't have it yet, so I haven't really got to play with it. Um, okay. <clears throat> I believe there's a set of arms. It's funny you say that because today is hand day of the Lost Sector. Oh, I've hated yeah. all the Lost Sectors for this season. So that's to be fair, like today is the worst one because for some reason Bungie keeps thinking that K1 Revelation is a good idea as a as an exotic Lost Sector when it's not. Painful. I was waiting, hoping so that they would rotate to Europa, but it seems seems to be the same like five Lost Sectors. So I'm like, oh, I guess this is just well, like, going to be a next season endeavor. <clears throat> Well, like last week, there was a thing on on uh, on Arm Day where like there was an EDZ loss sector, and you only needed to kill one Unstoppable for it to count as a platinum. I don't know which like, one that yeah. is, but uh, the ones that I have tried, I have two barrier champions standing on top of each other, murking me from across the map. So that's fair. <laughs> Easiest way to help with that is just throw bear, especially this season. Outbreak perfected. Outbreak perfected, man. Like versus like, no, versus uh, barrier champions is the way to go. It destroys because you if you hit because you're hitting that crit spot with with the, the and it procs the nanites and the, the the nanites do the damage to the the barrier shield as well. So you just drain their life force. It's the funniest thing. And put on revitalizing blast with that extra damage. It's just nutty. So elimination more damage. Mm-hmm. So, but before we get into the TWAB, the first thing that I wanted to do is I need to hop in Paul Tassie's bandwagon for a minute because Panda's I got some blues. <laughs> That's so corny. Um, I am so sick of blue armor in Destiny. Like and blue weapons in general. Like blue weapons and a blue armor. And what's funny is Bungie said during a TWAB last season that they were going to make it this season once you hit a uh, power, uh, power cap, which was, uh, or soft cap rather, which is one, uh, 1560 this season, yep. you would see a less amount of blue items in <laughs> as pickups. However, they lied. <laughs> because literally, I kid you not, last week when we were doing uh, double reward GMs, I would do one GM and my vault would be full of blues. And it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, there was like I had a spot for prisms and a spot for enhance uh ascended charts. But other than that, it would literally be like any hot heads I would get, which is like two per round, and then all blues. And it's just like, yo, I, I understand that as a community, we figured out how to manipulate the blue armor to be able to farm enhancement cores, which for anybody that doesn't know, um, if you level up a piece of blue armor from level five to level eight, you get three free enhancement cores when you dismantle it. So it's definitely worth your time. But regardless of that, th there comes a, a, a point where it's too much. Like, we can pull those blues from our collections to farm those enhancement cores if we want to. Like, the, the, the amount of blues that we're constantly getting to the point that it reaches a level of 
if we don't pick, take these blues and dismantle them, they start pushing high-level stuff out of the Postmaster, like Ascended Shards, like Enhancement Prisms. And that is ridiculous. And there's been people like on Twitter and stuff like that saying, oh, you just need to do better management of your stuff and yada yada. Like, no, because there is a specific limit of how many Ascended Shards you can hold and a certain amount of Enhanced Prisms and Enhancement Cores. So if you hit those caps and you don't have armor that you can invest that stuff into, it's a problem. Yeah. Agreed. It just floods your Postmaster and it's just like, gotta go in, dismantle. I mean, I'll go get a free few free cores while I'm at it. That's like, that's about it. I, and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I wish there was a way to, to lock things in to your Postmaster so that blues and lesser value things would be get, gotten rid of before it gets rid of weapons or stuff that you have in there because uh, <laughs> 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 lost so many weapons to it's, 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 uh, I, I just I, I wanted to like write about that for a second because it's just I'm to the point where I just can't stand it like and especially when I'm getting blue weapons when I when almost all of my stuff even almost all of my heavy weapons now because of the last weekend are all 1570 like almost all of my main weapons are 1560 or higher and all the blue weapons and armor drop at 1560 so why are you still giving me all of these blues when they mean nothing? Like, there's a rare chance on a blue moon where I need to infuse something because I pull it from collections. Like, I remember I pulled Rat King from collections because freaking uh, one of our clan mates wanted to use <laughs> Rat King in Crucible, <laughs> and I was like, this time. Is, like, this, like, this is a dumb idea, but I'll do it anyway. And I pulled it from collections, and I needed to infuse it, so I was like, all right, cool, I'll use it real quick, it's fine. But, like, other than that, there it's such a rarity that I need a blue weapon at, at soft cap that I'm just like, Budgie, work with me here. Like, like, please. (laughs) Like, there should be, like, 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 Prismatic in the nail on the head. I'm just like, let me lock certain things. That way they don't get, like, deleted. And then the rest of it can just funnel out. I don't care. It's fine. Like, just go away. (laughs) At the same point, I would say that Umbrals are dropping like crazy for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But sometimes they're just dry and non-existent, (laughs) which is even funnier. Right. At one point, I was storing 15 in my Postmaster. Just because yeah. I'm like, I don't have the currency to go spend it because I would go grind out currency. Spend it, go grind out more. But it's still like, I had 15 Umbrals just chilling in my Postmaster. 10 on me. And I was just like, alright. Mm-hmm. I hate to see it. <laughs> so, after that little rant of ours, uh, the next big thing is the TWAB because we had a bunch of stuff playing. We were going to do the end of the season talk, which we'll probably do next week. But um, the the big thing that dropped was the TWAB this week. And Bungie was just like, hey, you know how you have all this stuff planned? We're going to drop this on your head. And I'm you like, how, what? You know how the, these past few TWABs have been kind of like scarce and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this time we're, get, we're getting the stand. Because this whole TWAB is about the sandbox updates for next season. Yeah, and hunters, we need to have a conversation. What? Because <laughs> not you, because you're not a, you're not a, an abusive omnioculus PvP sweat hunter. You're you're not a part of this conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, 
Like, because, like, 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 you're not the PvP sweats that got my baby uh, nerfed again. Like, I, like, like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like uh, Uncle Ruckus's mama from uh, the, like, the Boondocks when Uncle, Uncle Ruckus's dad just smacks him inside the face. Like, did I just get you trying to be something? And he just smacks him inside, inside the head. And I'm like, oh my baby, please. And I'm just like, bro. Like, that's how I feel about Lord of Wolves because Lord of Wolves gets the worst rap in Destiny history when it's just trying to exist. And I can pinpoint, um, like, when people started to pick it up again. It was during a capture weekend last season. Uh, like, I believe the map, the map was a, was one of the EDZ maps, or like, or one of the Cosmodrome maps. And everyone like saw it like that it was a capture weekend, so they started using Lord of Wolves in tight quarters because it's a very small map and it's very like isolated. Like, like, so they're over here. Um, like, like trying to use this, and out of nowhere, everyone's like, "Oh, I hate Lord of Wolves over all, all over again." And the thing about it is, nothing had changed about the gun from the last time they nerfed it. So now, Bunny's over here, like, "Yo, we heard y'all complain so much that not only are we gonna nerf Omnioculus in PvP, we're gonna nerf Lord of Wolves again, but then kind of give it a PVE buff despite no one using shotguns in PVE." And I'm just like, "Huh?" Like. Now, to be fair, what they did was reasonable, but at the same time, I'm very much just like, Bungie, why? Like, this is nerf number four because people don't understand how this game works. Because people can complain about Lord of Wolves all you want. That gun takes, like, like effort to use. It's not like people are just picking this thing up and just blowing everybody down. Like, you can destroy, like, because one, bur- one burst of, of the gun can kill a, a Guardian, but you have to hit your shots. You can whiff that thing really easily if you're not careful. So, like, they announced to the TWAB in the, in the middle of the, we- the weapon changes that so they're... For... What's up? Oh, no, I thought you were going to go over the Lord of Wolves. Oh, I'm just mentioning about Lord of Wolves. I'm going to go back. <laughs> well, like, I'm, can I'm, I interject I'm, I'm, with I'm, the Lord of Wolves changes? That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to like if you want to talk about Lord of Wolves changes, like I, I'm upset. So like if you want to talk about yeah. the Lord of Wolves changes, by all means. So, the first thing they did is they decreased the amount of ammo you start with in PvP. So you know, instead of three shots, you get two. Which I can be okay with that because every other shotgun in the game starts with two shots. So like that's reasonable. But puts like, it on the uh, puts it back on puts it back with everybody else. That's right. Fine. And then they reduced the amount of shots fired per trigger by half. So it was 10, and now it's 5. When but, but, but that's when the Wolves is active. That's what, yeah, that's what released the Wolves is active, because currently, in the cur- like with it currently, it only does 5 shots. That means regardless of what mode it's in, it's only going to give you 5 shots at one time. So... In essence, the only thing different from the main mode to the, the, the release the wolves mode is that it, it's a faster shot. So it's like glorified uh, Desperado on, 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 on a shotgun. But even then, they reduced the burst delay between the time between bursts by 60%. Yeah. When release the wolves is active. And then, like, it's just like the thing about it was people weren't even using the release the wolves mode. They were just using the base version of the shotgun because, right, like, because that base the, version of the shotgun, it's a good shotgun. Like, like they people weren't using the release the wolves mode because they wanted to conserve ammo because you only get fifteen shots, technically three normal shotgun shots. 
Yeah. So it's like now they're like here now you get two regardless of what mode it's in, and I'm kind of like. Huh? I mean, it puts it at baseline with every other shotgun. I guess but now it just uh, feels I'm... like what mode you. It depends on what you feel like using for whatever mode. I'm just salty, man. It just feels like like the like I'm one of the few people that is a titan who just uses Lord of Wolves like a savage, and now they're just like we're gonna nerf it again because people keep complaining. And I I think it's mostly because of the fact that people just don't like that it's a burst shotgun, and I'm just like, eh, like it, it, it's a fallen weapon they made into an exotic. Like, what do you want, bro? It's an alien weapon. Like, it's gonna it's an exotic for a reason. So I just. I'm just salty. They also uh, decrease the base damage by 20%. Now it deals 35, per- 35 damage per shot in the body in, in PvP and 44 with release the wolves active. But salty. hey, if you want to use it in PvE, by all means, go for it because it got a 20% PvE buff damage. But as anybody will tell you, like no one's taking a shotgun into, into high-end PvE. Like that's really. what Bungie fails to realize is that because of how high in PVE is, unless we're doing like slug mess- method in a raid or something like that, no, unless you make us a, a shotgun champion mod, no one's taking a shotgun into PVE. That that that's just like now if this is a sign for Bungie that we're getting a shotgun champion mod, by all means, I have a comedian depth sitting in my vault waiting for it. Like we could do this. Like but, I got a heritage sitting in my vault with rampage. And reconstruction, I'm ready. Right, like we can do the damn thing, but like you, you need to, you need to actually put the effort in into making shotguns worth it in PVE. Like, I mean, that that's the bottom line. I have a but, good Xeno class that I got from Zovalva. That I've just right. been kind of sitting on because I don't have that many good energy shotguns. So from there, they ended up talking. Well, like, well, let me rewind to the the original part of the twelve because that not that I'm done bitching. <laughs> so not only are we getting a a buff to scout rifles again but it's only a pve buff so good on budgie for clarifying that they touched my baby and and i'm not okay with it we're we're gonna get to that (laughs) all scout rifles all archetypes archetypes got a 10 percent damage buff to red bars only which is which is good because honestly like in in high-end content Unless you're shooting a champion, your scout rifle don't mean a whole lot. No. I disagree, but whatever. Uh, uh, oh, well, you, you have an opinion? Speak your mind. Oh, no. I uh, There's an Aisha's Embrace that I got that I take with me almost everywhere, and I think that thing puts oh, yeah. it more. <laughs> Aisha's Embrace is one of the best scout rifles in the game. Right. And I like, would argue like, the next best one is Staccato. Yeah, Staccato's hitting hard right now. Staccato's great because it rolls with incandescent, Explosive payload and triple tap. I don't know why I always. I mean, I'm sitting on one of my inventory right now. (laughs) I'm sitting on one for. I think I might use it one of these next GMs, but it's got uh. Well, next season I'm gonna be using this for GMs. Explosive payload and well rounded, because well rounded got a buff this in this twab. It really did. Um, the next thing that I'm excited about is that uh, for anybody who is really big on 360 RPM auto rifles, they're getting a, like a buff across the board. Well, for, like, with, like so, any non-sunset high impact uh, auto rifles are getting their like stability stat buff from six to twelve, which is pretty cool. And then with lightweight bows, 
they're buffing them a little bit to make their draw time easier and to make their perfect draw, which is when you fully have the drawstring pulled back, even like 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 not like like fully mess up your accuracy or your damage if you hold it for longer. Like your window of time is a little bit more forgiving, which I think is pretty cool. Like they're, they're, I have an arsenic bite that's sitting in my vault that would be great for GMs if we get another Bobod. And then ne- next season, going back to the uh, high impact autos, you have the come to pass which you can craft. You have the Herod C, which you can get from Gambit uh, and Grams. Mm-hmm. So definitely uh, put the some work Dire Promise there. is getting a quick change. It went from 13 Zoom for some reason, and they're putting it back to what it should be. Which is Blades. really cool because Zoom can change like the whole mess with a gun. Like Zoom, like, if you mess with a Zoom on a gun, it can make it fully meta without even meaning to. That's why, like. Uh, multi Maka Shiras were good for so long because the zoom was just perfect. And they fi- they changed a few um, weapon zoom. They changed a few different weapon zooms later in the TWAB to match everything with the Kalos mini tool, Mita mini tool, and uh, to match them. And from there, uh, like, like I as told, was say, we're, we're, well, they're they're buffing glaives in a, glaives in a way. Glaives are getting massive buffs in the next few seasons, and because they're making I'm it so, uh, like, that the, they have interactions now with the chronic grip, speed back fence, and card steeds. And I'm like, yeah, you might actually Yo, give me a reason to use feedback fences. Feedback well, fence with a glaive. Well, no, they're saying like, if somebody hits you with a glaive while you have feedback fences on. You, that will proc the explosion. Mm-hmm. And on top of I'm that, I'm here for it. <laughs> every, there are three craftable glaives that you can go get, and mm-hmm. all of them are very good. That's so imagine me walking around with feedback fences. I can't get a loop. I'm kind of thinking next season we're going to get a stasis glaive. You can't get a, a lubricated drop. I can't get a lubricated drop. Damn. You gotta go buy it. <laughs> I don't. So you can buy it from, from, from Rogue. You don't have to, like, do anything with it. I can't. I haven't gotten one to drop at all. Oh. oh. Well, that sucks. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why. I can't buy it if I haven't gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> um, breach like, grenades. Oh, ooh, breach grenades. Oh, like, breach well, grenades. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Titans <laughs> keep talking over each other. The Titans are talking over The Hunter other. sits to the it's side fine. and drinks the monster. The Hunter's just watching the Titans <laughs> talk go, go about ahead, stuff Joel. and be like, I have an opinion. But <laughs> continuing with breach grenades, if you if you like concussion grenades, I don't know why. Because blinding grenades did the job and did it much better. And Bungie finally saw that. Right. Getting rid of concussion grenades. So you just now exile them. So now if you have anything with a concussion grenade, um, that's rare. Mm-hmm. But blinding grenades are much better, and now that you have a better chance at getting blinding nades on grenade launchers now. Yes. I can roll with that. Also, heavy grenade launchers across the board are getting a, bu- a 10% buff against majors and bosses in PvE, and, and, every, and but the, which, which is funny, because in the 12 they go, excluding Parasite, because Parasite's already busted. But Parasite's here's the thing. Good. But what I thought was even funnier is that they forgot one thing. Anarchy. Yes! <laughs> oh! 
because the, if you buff anarchy back to where it was that means we go pop off during arc 3.0 my guy you're gonna see everybody running running anarchy again you're gonna see spoils oh. run solely for anarchy again i really so maybe once the new season drops i what we'll do is we, i want to go into like a testing range because i want to see how the new uh once we get start talking about it i want to test out what's going on what they did the change with dmd i want to see how that affects it yeah so that, that like also what i'm really excited to test is the fact that we're getting not only an origin trait for dares of eternity weapons but we're they're tweaking the gambit and iron banner origin traits which they're they're, they're changing the gambit one from what it originally did which was like yeah, uh, it, w- it would it would uh, take you. It would highlight uh, the invader if you shot him and stuff like that. They're changing it to it uh, g- like it gives you increased sprint speed on multi kills, which is gonna be nutty. And then the Iron Banner one, they're making it so it doesn't just work in Iron Banner; it works in every mode. And I'm like, nice. oh. But that, the Gambit one, I'm excited for because now at getting like a borrowed time or a bottom dollar. It actually makes sense. It makes sense to like be like, all right, I'm gonna go after this hand cannon, the submachine gun, so I can get those nice. The so I can start using the origin trait. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be like now if any anybody who has like a Reese Walker or anything like that with Skulking Wolf next season, you're about to see motherfuckers just coming out the woodwork with no radar. You're be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ambitious assassin weirdly is getting a buff, but only for kinetic weapons or primary weapons, which I find very odd because they're like, "Hey, ambitious assassin kind of fell off because there's there there's uh perks like overflow that outshine it, and but we're only gonna make it o- overflow the 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 mag by twenty percent instead of ten percent for primary weapons, not for special and heavy." And my brain goes, "So you're." You're only buffing a third of the perk because yep. it fe- because the because the, the perk fell off. Like, huh? I mean, it doesn't really affect me because the only I use it on one grenade launcher from duet the one the grenade launcher from duality the uh, the lingering dread. Yeah. I have a ambitious assassin chill clip roll that I love just because it gives me that extra shot in the mag. And I feel Which like is it dope. would be a little busted if I could have like three or four shots in there and just be like, boom, 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 boom. Well, no, but, but I don't like, if it gave PvP. you a cup, if it gave you like one, like one more, especially for like special, like right now it only give you two for like a grenade launcher. But if it yep. gave you like one more, it would actually make it worth as a perk compared to like overflow, where it actually overflows your your mag a little bit, yeah. like. It actually would would matter more, or like with auto loading holster and stuff like that. Actually, like be more beneficial to builds. So I find it a little weird that they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna only buff a third of the perk." It just feels really weird. But I don't know. Maybe um, they're worried if they well make spring. it too powerful. They'll like well spring. I'm ex- uh, what was that? Maybe they're worried if they buff that perk too much that next season people will start to complain and then they'll have to nerf it and it'll just undo the work that they did. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wellspring. Wellspring. It, I'm excited for this. So they took away the, the cooldown. Yeah, they took away the cooldown for Wellspring, which is really dope. And they even like call it out in the twab, but they're like, 
hey, we're doing this so that way rocket launchers and grenade launchers actually get more from it because once you got one kill, it would deactivate and have a cooldown. But now with the cooldown gone, say if you shoot your rocket launcher into a crowd of enemies, you actually get a significant amount of ability re uh, regen from that, which can be really cool if you actually want a rocket launcher with Wellspring. Watch me do that and kill you know, myself the with the, the enemies. Scout rifles. <laughs> if you can get yourself a staccato, you want well-rounded and either incandescent or explosive payload, you will be set for next season. What does that have to do with Wellspring? Because you can get well, you can get Wellspring on a staccato. All right. <laughs> um, but like I just I I don't I don't like Wellspring on primaries, but that's just me. Um, perpetual motion. What this one feels weird. We're like we're not we're not nerfing it. We're just we're just taking away the sat the audio visual feedback of it, which I never noticed this. But because yeah. apparently, because apparently, with perpetual motion triggering as much as it does, because the perk literally activates if you move like a like a foot. So if you if, like, they're taking away the little audio visual feedback, but I never notice it. So whatever. That's fine. Um, they're they're fixing lead from gold. That way, it actually uh works correctly if if you're running two special weapons, which I find very cool. They're also fixing uh, Vice Stinger. Yeah. Beast? Vice? Vice Stinger. Whatever. So that it no longer applies with a linear fusion rifle. And the only one it applied with was Rage Regret. So I'm Which is interested so to see. I'm interested to see how that affects DPS in raids. Because the, you have Storm Chaser, the GOAT, the new GOAT, and then you have Cataclysmic, and then Rage Regret. And each one kind of has like its own thing, because Storm Chaser is three round burst, Cataclysmic is craftable with enhanced perks, and then you can get adept. Well, you can get adept mods on that as well as the Reed's Regret, but it's easier to get a Reed's Regret um, adept through trials rather than running through um, Master Vow. Oh, I just find it weird that they. I got my last challenge this week, and I'm not looking forward to it. Because <laughs> it's the role. No, challenge. it's acquisition. It's the first encounter, which for some oh, reason is the one that kicks my butt. Acquisition one. I mean, it's that whole unstoppable well, thing. Between that, that and match game and the extra champions, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the to quickly next wrap up uh, oh, right, weapon changes, Panda can take it away from here. Oh, sure. Okay. I was going to let you do it. All right. Um, so, Zen moment, like, they're fixing the text on it because apparently the text has been messed up and also particle repeater because it didn't actually say what the gun actually did. So, that's cool. Um, here's now, the this big section. Thing. Yeah, this, this is next big. section. I have issues, and at the same time, I Why love you issues. I'm sorry. I wanted to see other weapons get an intrinsic anti-champion. There I mean, are other we weapons higher on my list that like I thought what? would be fun. Let's see. Skyburner's Oath for one. I wanted I, to get intrinsic anti-unstoppable uh, because I, I want that gun to see more I, feel, I feel like it should have got anti-barrier, not unstoppable. If anything should have gotten anti-barrier, it should have... Actually, you know what? You're right. We should have given that anti-barrier and then given Graviton Lance um, 
anti unstop. Yeah, uh, but, but for what, what we got to do is pretty malfeasance. Decent. Malfeasance got a fat buff, and <laughs> I'm here for it. But like my problem with it is the the, the unstop only works with the the explosion. It, it doesn't work with just a shot. That bugs me. Why doesn't the gun itself have intrinsic unstop? Why does it have to be the explosion? Well, I mean, the Monarch with they did the same thing where they gave it. The Monarch now has intrinsic overload when you fully charge and have a poison arrow ready. Which, that, like, if you're not fully pulling your bowstring back, what, say, what are you doing? Am I the only like, one that, that does that? Simple. Like, this is not the first time this point has been brought up. Like, am I, am I the weirdo here? <laughs> Right, yes. like if you if you don't pull your bowstring back, I don't. That's why I like like this and the Tiku's buff, where Tiku's explosions have, I believe it's an unstop or or is it overload? No, like Tiku's it doesn't got have. Tiku's got a buff buff to its uh, draw time. Oh, it didn't have like so. Tiku should have got the unstop. That's what I feel like because with that thing having the solar burn that it does, that but, I, but, I, but I'm, I'm kind of glad it didn't because that leaves it open if they do put a bow mob back in the game to be accessible. But like same thing with Tiku's as with Lamonarch, like if you're not pulling your bowstring back, regardless of your ADS or if you're uh, not for Tiku's because the Tiku uh, perk, why are well like what are you doing with your bows? Are you just going flick flick flick? You, know, you need to pull your bowstring back, my guy. Like what are you doing? Um, and then Thunder speaking Lord. of bows, speak. I want to get to Thunder Lord in this. I want to get to the new Lord in a second. Oh, the new Lord. <laughs> the new Lord. I want to keep on. I want to keep on the boat train for a minute and talk about Wish Ender getting intrinsic anti barrier, and I'm here for it. Let that gun get have some more time to shine. My concern with that, though, my concern with that is PvP because we've already seen this season that uh, that that people finally figured out that anti-barrier works against uh like like uh freaking whatchamacallit uh barricades and crucible so what's gonna happen when not only can you see people through walls but then you start just like beaming through barricades with anti-barrier bow that's what i'm concerned yeah, run titan run <laughs> i mean they 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 still they say they increase the number of hits versus most targets from two to three most hits against vehicles, still two against players. Yeah. So it's still in PvP. It's still it's the only thing they changed in PvP is the draw time. It got point eight more. It got eight seconds, eight milliseconds faster. It's very, it's very odd. Now, uh, before I get to the, to the to the new Lord as Toll called it, um, what I, what I'm surprised he isn't more excited about is that Legend of Acrius is getting a buff. I wanted to get. I was saving that. <laughs> I wanted to wait. I wanted to be like the Thunder Lord's back, baby. <laughs> Cause I mean, but like you, 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 no, because y'all don't understand. Toll's been trying to bring Legend of Acrius into raids for so long, and we've been like, I've bro, been doing it. It's been dead. I've been Let doing it, it. No one notices me bring it in, except oh for like the three God. times people notice. Like, 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 I, like, like I feel like I, I feel like uh, I feel like Superman in Batman v Superman. I'm just like L- L- uh, Legend of Acrius is dead. Let it stay dead. Like just let it happen. But Toll's like, no, no, it's coming back, and they're giving and, it trench barrel. And I'm the shotgun the guy. But I'm over here telling you put the shotgun down. So I'm interested but, to see how trench barrel works with the Legend of Acrius. 
because I it's mean, not like it's not like um fuck what's that other shotgun that d- debuffs the void uh, tractor cannon tractor cannon sorry i completely spaced on tractor cannon i love <laughs> you tractor cannon you'll have a special so, place on my heart yes right next to legend of acrius See, but my concern with, with with it getting trench barrel is that people are going to be rolling into PvP or P, not PvP PVE and trying to pull box strats where they're just like, "Yo, we're gonna chuck a we're gonna chuck a a, a, a hammer at a boss and then just start pumping freaking uh Legend of Acrius ammo into bosses." And I'm just like, right, Bro. but you could still say you could put on tractor cannon and get the debuff. So now they're going to be two different styles of doing the bonk, the Legend of Acrius trench barrel but the thing is it'll be easier to do it with tractor cannon because if you don't have the catalyst for legend of acrius you don't get trench barrel you have to have the catalyst done to have right. access to trench barrel so there's still a little gap of you need to finish the catalyst to then get get there right so i still then... think tractor cannon is going to be meta but you might occasionally see a Legend of Acrius pop up. Every once in a while, you might see it. Um, the one thing that I really like is that they said they're fixing Callus Mini Tool to have the same airborne effectiveness as Mina Mini Tool. And then they're fixing the zoom of Mina Mini Tool to have the same zoom as Callus Mini Tool. And the same thing basically for Drag, uh, where Drag gets the same uh, airborne effectiveness as original Drag. And I'm like... All right, that's fair, I guess. Like, my thing is, why are we even having two different guns? Why are they just the same gun at this point? Like, I don't know. who cares? We have this thing t- called t- a menagerie. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> but uh, to all you Titan crackheads out there who like to run a sweet business, because oh, you're in luck, is getting an airborne effectiveness buff. But yo, yo, yo. Whatever on, that stat on. means. Because I still well, don't understand that stat. So basically what happens, how airborne effectiveness works, is airborne effectiveness means um, how accurate your shot is when you're jumping in the air. Like, there was even a famous video clip of a dude you, like using heat rises as a warlock and trying to snipe. And his bullet, you know, like his, his arrow was right on the head just like flew in the like the opposite direction and like Bungie couldn't even explain it. It was just, hey, your your airborne effectiveness stat is low. And they're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, so, it makes airborne effectiveness makes no sense. But now I mean, next season we're getting it on the stat chart, which is actually right. pretty cool. Um uh, Fighting Lion had a five percent buff. I'm concerned. It bugged out they had it bugged out and they couldn't put in the five percent buff. So now they're like, all right, cool. We're going to make it an 8% buff. I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see in PvP. Oh, they also um, increased the grace time for the reload effect of Thin the Herd to 6 seconds. I'm concerned. So you get one extra second. <laughs> like, like I, don't, I don't think you hear me. I'm concerned. Like, as oh, someone who actively pays trials, that thing, when someone actually knows how to use fighting line, is terrifying. So if they're going to buff it, I'm concerned. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see what happens. And then before we we move on to the rest of the reworks and have Prismatic Bitch for a second, um, Toll's big champion moment is that Thunderlord is getting overload intrinsically. Thunderlord is back. So the reason I I love Thunderlord is it was just fun using it in D1. It was my favorite exotic. It has... 
that's the exotic that holds a special place in my heart. Out of like all the exotics in the game, D1, D2, Thunderlord. <laughs> Thunderlord, by far, I was so excited when they brought it back. So to see it getting more love, I will be here for that. Um. On top of that, if you did, fun fact, if you didn't know, if you have someone running a div, Thunderlord procs with div. It does. So it, it, it technically can be kind of meta, but otherwise, if you don't have a divinity, Thunderlord relies on you actually being able to get all headshots with a machine gun. Let that sink in there for a second. I mean, it's um, now, easy to do. You just have to be, know how to do it. Anyway, uh, from there, we're moving on to the rest of the the reworks, uh, which that, that was me bitching about Lord of Wolves. Prismatic. But, Would but you the like one to take that... it away? <laughs> Talk about but, DMT. Like this isn't just a prismatic bitch. This is me. This is me and prismatic bitching. But I already had my like moment of uh like bitching. So I'm gonna let prismatic like enjoy this. Not, so, so prismatic, how you feel? Like, I can keep my cool. Right. BMT is my gun. baby. I think it's bullshit <laughs> that they're touching the cranial spike perk. Fucking, if I work for my headshot, okay, like... give me my goddamn buff. Keep your grimy little hands off of it. <laughs> But like they're they're letting you keep the buff for oh, PVE, hey. but then they're like, "Yo, we'll we'll basically give you a range of stability. What is it? Range stability, and aim assist, and in reload speed. So you basically get outlaw, perpetual motion, and a range buff all in one <laughs> perk instead of damage buff. It's been instead of glorified rampage I don't on on headshots. Anything." <laughs> That's why I'm interested to see what happens when you land those shots. Is the aim assist gonna go up to where Jade Rabbit is right now? That would be cool. Know, if it did. Jade Rabbit is sitting at an 80 aim assist stat. Ooh, so gross. Let that sink in. So gross. 80. No other scout rifle is even close to that. So that's why people, even though the exotic perk doesn't work half the time, it's still. <clears throat> a goaded scout rifle just because that you can just aim and shoot and you'll probably get a headshot. And hey, you have a chance to get more damage on a headshot too. I'm, I'm one of those people that yeah. goes for the headshot every time though. So I loved having cranial spike. Getting stacks of that for me was great. PvE, PvP, like before they nerfed it a while back, I, that was my go-to gun. I was going into Crucible with DMT and my regular Drang and just... I'm not I'm not great, but I could put in the work. <laughs> hey man, I, I still feel like you're gonna be okay. Like, like like both of us who use DMT actively, I feel like we're gonna be okay. And th also that they were like, yo, we wanna give the like the hip fire cowboy rifle fantasy the way it's supposed to be by fixing it a little bit, which I can see, but I, I don't fully understand why get rid of the damage. Like, yeah, give it the reload and the aim assist. Like, that was the, the whole point of that was why you would get an outlaw roll if you wanted the outlaw roll. But, like, now they're just like, yo, we're going to fix the perk to be more like a cowboy. Which, eh. I mean, I'm <laughs> here for it. It opens, up the, it opens up the door for other scout rifles and other guns to take its place. Hitfire, to me, like, in my mind, is never going to connect with a rifle. And I don't think of Dead Man's Tale, like as being with a cowboy vibe at all. If you want a good hip-fire gun, leave it with Ace of Spades. 
You, you just called the cowboy gun not it a cowboy look gun. Like a cowboy. It doesn't look or feel like a cowboy gun to me. What do you mean it, it doesn't does. look like what a cowboy gun? I mean, it doesn't. It, it does. is made by Tex, Tex Machina. It doesn't. We could have differences of opinions. They are the, that weapon foundry is the cowboy gun weapon foundry. That's why they you get chaperone the last word. And last word. That's fine yeah. if that's what the Dead word man is. Still. But they literally, I think even they even did sweet business. No, they didn't do sweet business. They didn't. No. Thought they did. And like if you if you look up like old school cowboy rifles, it legit looks like a cowboy rifle. All right. Yep. Well, we can we can have differing opinions. You guys can move on. It looks like an old Winchester rifle. Hey man, that's the whole point on. of the podcast. Is supposed to have a differing opinions. Like we're supposed to talk about it. Yeah, but I'm one person versus you two. <laughs> well, what do you think it looks like? It doesn't yeah, give do me a cowboy like? vibe at all. I'm a cowboy. Then what does what kind of vibes does it give you? Like a yeah. hell doesn't even doesn't it even like do like it's a, a lever... whip crack or a whistle when when cranial spike activates? It's got, it's got... I don't know. I know it's, it's a, a lever action sound. rifle. Yeah, like that. Huh? Uh, just to me, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you had shown me that gun, it was never in a million years ring cowboy for me. Really. You do. I, I just really think that's interesting. Yeah, like, like you're the first person to ever say that. That's why I'm like super like, huh? That's why we're all we're both confused because it's like, well, cow- oh, okay. I that's I'm also once you get to know me, I am not the Western cowboy. Like I know I grew up in the Southwest Satan's taint, but I am not a cowboy. So I don't want to be like I'm from here. Like anything that knows me will know where I'm from. But like I. I have grown up in the Southwest, but I am not a cowboy, cowgirl, woo kind of person. So that gun to me did not and will not ever scream cowboy or Old West or anything like that. I mean, fair enough. Um, so and to all then, you people out there who like collective obligation. Man, like, fuck collective obligation. Like, yo. All two of you. All two of you that. Who, all who two like of you it. who like collective obligation. Like, asked across and like five other people. Yo, your collective obligation is getting reworked. And here's my big issue with collective obligation. As somebody who's a pulse rifle no whore, as somebody who's a pulse rifle whore, the gun makes no sense. It is the first ever uh, like raid exotic that has been so tied to an elemental, like, like subclass rework. And it makes no sense. Why doesn't the gun have its own identity? Why is it so heavily tied to Void 3.0? Because if we ever change Void 3.0, if we ever get like a like a Void 4.0, the gun will have no relevance. The gun will have nothing. And yet for some and like there's nothing in the raid besides darkness that tells you, oh, this is like this, this is a void weapon. Like it could have been it could have been like a, like, like another they literally um, could have made Lubre's ruin the exotic. Right, like you could have made Lubre's ruin the exotic. You hell, you could have made collective obligation like the other Osteo Striga, like like uh like poison type weapon, weapon. of sorrow, like, like another weapon of sorrow or something like that. Like that would have been cool, but instead we have this weird void pulse rifle that Bungie straight up goes, "Wow, no one wants this pulse rifle. Maybe we should do something about it." Because now they're like, "We're gonna uh, change it to make it easier to, uh, to make the perk easier to activate." They're taking away the cooldown for it. They're making. Oh, uh, I was gonna say they should have just made it easier to get. 
Right, because the drop rate's fucking horrible. I think um, it's like 1%. They're, they're adding a 20% damage bonus against PvE combats while the Void Leech is active. They're, you're t- like, uh, you take less, uh, take, take, takes less hits to fully charge Void Leech, which, which is cool, but it just, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, it really I mean, doesn't. Nick, I give Bungie credit for trying to make it something. Because I think if I ever get this, I'm going to try and make a build with it around my Bubble Titan. Because I can proc volatile, I can proc over, and I can proc overshield quickly. But other than that, it just doesn't. There's no nothing. Like like like, like I feel, I feel no like mean girls. Like there. stop trying to make fetch a thing. Literally, I would ra- I I'd rather just go grind for an eyes of tomorrow, which I did. Yeah. And I got. <laughs> and so did for Rismatic. Y'all finally got uh, yep. eyes of tomorrow last I- week. I think like four people got it before I did, but I mean, got it eventually. <laughs> but you dedicated you know, yourself it. to finally get that dang thing, and I'm proud of you for it. Did you really post pictures but of the, and then from... these fucking rifles in here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put some stuff in the Discord. And then they find, and then Bungie flat out goes, hey, you know the thing that we should have did instead of nerfing Lord of Wolves? We're nerfing that too. And I'm like... Okay. Why, why not leave Lord of Wolves alone? <laughs> like, because they're because because the, the main issue with the thing with Lord of Wolves and Omni Oculus was that Omni Oculus gave you too much damage resist when you would throw a smoke nade on yourself, and that was the issue. So when randomly when a, when a hunter would walk up to you, pop out of invis and shoot you with Lord of Wolves, you don't have enough time to react because of the the damage resist they have. Because when you try to shoot them back, they ain't got nothing. Um. So you're sitting there just so super confused, not knowing what's going on. So what they should have done is left, uh, like left Lord of Wolves alone, or at least not nerf Lord of Wolves so much and just take away the five bullets that they wanted to take away, and then nerf Omni Oculus the way they're doing, which I will give Bungie co- like, like kudos, because they're starting to learn that they have two different sandboxes finally, because they're like, yo, we're nerfing the fuck out of Omni Oculus and PvP, but we're not nerfing it in PvE because it thrives in PvE. And I'm like, bravo. Bravo, Bungie. Perfect. You, 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 you did a good thing. Good Use job. Use your head there. Use your head there, bon- Bongo. And then they announced that they're looking into some other like things that they're going to be working on for a mid-season patch next season or for season 19. One thing is trying to reduce shotgun spread randomness, which good. We've been asking for that for years. They're looking into reducing bow swapping effectiveness, which for those who don't know, that's a strat where a lot of people will shoot you with a bow like Lamonarch and then pull out a 120 hand cannon and try to hitch to kill you in one shot. So they're trying to like stop that a little bit. Uh, they're I'm trying interested to... to see what they do with trace rifle ease of use. I'm excited about mean. that a little bit, yeah. I'm not sure what they mean by that. Probably because like the beam is hard to control when you shoot it. So like they might be trying to make it easier to shoot, uh, like ease like the legendary and the wave splitter and the uh, Prometheus lens and the and the other one. Like trying to make them easier to shoot for people. No, I want to jump around, jump ar- jump down just a little bit, and look at uh, reworking some enhanced perks. Because oh my god, if you actually start looking into what which because you have no idea what the enhanced perks do. Yeah, the enhanced perks like barely do anything to like beyond yeah, I, what the I can regular. I point out does. which ones are good and which ones are bad. Yeah, 
like uh, dual loader on a on a shotgun, get that. That's three shells instead of two. Yeah. Your reload um, will it, be super slow, but you just put one shell in and you're done. One thing that I'm nervous but also excited about is that they're finally gonna make full auto a setting rather than a mod. Because originally they're like, hey, we're gonna give it to you as a mod first instead of a perk because we're working on making it an accessibility feature. But my concern is if they take it away from anything with beyond what they were originally doing, which was like like scout rifles, pulse rifles, hand cannons, etc. Because the idea behind it is making it an ease of use feature for people with disabilities or people who have like hand issues, but you know people are just going to abuse it in PvP regardless of if they have an issue or not. That bugs me. Like, I'm not saying we need to have like registration if you have a disability, but like it's going to get really, really annoying. <laughs> like we already have that issue with peace of mind in PvP where people just strap full auto on it and it's a freaking lawnmower. So I'm just a little concerned. <laughs> and then the other thing I would be a little concerned about going off of that is folding spec mods into base perks. I'm I'm concerned about that because the idea about like like we I'm concerned that Bungie is t is trying too hard to eliminate mods or at least weapon mods because things like boss spec, minor spec, major spec, or even adept big ones for adept weapons make the guns better. So right. why would you look into folding them into perks when they actually like, like what's the point of having a mod slot if we can't slot a mod? And that makes sense. Like I, I don't understand what the thought process is there. And then it's like it I can have perks that boost my stability and range, and I could put a mod on to boost my damage, vice versa. I can put on a yeah. target acquisition mod, have damage perks, and now I can shoot easier. So I'm just like, a little concerned perks, about which that. ones are they going to be folding in? It's total right. speculation right now. We won't know anything for at least a month and a half, depending on if they put it into the season 19 or season 18 mid patch. Yeah, so it's just it's a little concerning, and I'm just like, I, 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 I uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, like, I'm excited for some of these changes, but I'm also concerned about others. Let's, let, I'll, I'll leave it there. It'll be interesting to go into a private crystal match, test some stuff out, see how things handle. The DMT yeah. changes are gonna be really interesting because until we, we, until we get our hands on it, we won't know how losing the. Because I don't think losing the damage numbers from Cranial Spike is going to impact the gun. Because now you're going to, depending on how many stacks you get, you might be able to get better aim assist than Jade Rabbit. Granted, you got to hit your headshots to get it, but it might be a better option than Jade Rabbit. Right. So there's potential there. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little concerned is all. Right. Um, so yeah, no, that, that, that was, that, that was the TWAB. We, uh, they did announce at the end of the TWAB that we are go, like going to be seeing ne like next week prior to the, uh, like prior to the, uh, showcase, we're going to see a reveal of, or like at least like some information in regards to ARC 3.0, which I'm excited about. Because it tells me that Bungie's not being super cloak and dagger like they were with Solar 3.0. We might actually get a tease or a little bit of information about what's going on. So I'm, so look out for that. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode where we actually sit down, talk about our, like our end of the season like, like ideas and spoilers and whatnot. Not really spoilers, but like end of the season theories and what, what's going to happen for next season. So definitely hey, look out. to hear... All my theories for next season and beyond. 
I hope y'all are ready for that. I'm because I've been thinking a lot about this story <laughs> and where it could go. I mean, it has put like like, like the story is going to be pretty cool. Like it isn't just your theories. I have theories too, Nick Flavin. I've been oh, yeah. has some theories. Like it's a group effort. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm just trying to make yeah, myself the lore yeah, I'm guy. I'm an angst monster, so <laughs> my theories tend to go real dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Crow I'm a new joy Hunter Vanguard. to play with. Let me tell you, Crow is the next Hunter Vanguard. I don't believe it. I don't want it. And a brave right. for the life. Any, any rep? Any last thoughts, you two, before we wrap this episode up? And a brave, and a brave is going to be the next uh, Hunter Vanguard. I will have no slander. <laughs> Prismatic. Uh, Anything? I was just going to announce that coming up soon. We're going to start taking and bringing, trying to bring on guests to talk on the podcast as well. So if anybody who listens would be interested in that, just send us a message and we'll see what we can do. But that's something to look forward. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It would be want, awesome. We, ha- we love having guests on the show. Yes. We can't wait to share our first <laughs> guest that we're going to be having on the show. It's going to be very exciting. So definitely look out for that, folks. Don't forget, like we already talked about, uh, like you can listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible, all those great places. You can go to CosmodromeRadio.com and click the About section and look up where your platform or choice is. On Spotify and Apple Podcasts specifically, you can rate us and help people find our podcast better. So make sure that you do that. Um, we're gonna be like we're gonna be working on some some cool artwork soon. Maybe might make some merch. I don't know. It's a work in progress, but definitely look out for that. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, we're working on our first piece. That's going to be our Twitter banner. So make sure you follow us on Twitter because we need more people following us on Twitter. So make sure you do that. We definitely want to start being a voice of the community and start being there for folks. So it also like just if you have a, a, like a question you want answered on the show, like hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on TikTok. Like, like all of our information will soon be available on, on, on the Cosmodrome Radio website. So make sure that you look for that like, and just check us out. It's going to be amazing, and we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you folks, so make sure that you are tuned in. Um, That's all I got, so uh, uh, make sure that you keep a level head. Um, Pace yourself, Guardians. Pace yourselves, because like me and Toll have learned that if you do not pace yourself at the end of this season when you're getting ready for next (laughs) season, you will burn yourself out. Can't relate. I've been playing this game for five years. So make sure that you're taking... Yeah, so uh, it's like, but it's I mean, like, yeah. take your time, take breaks. You don't have to get everything done all at once. Oh, you don't have to grind right. everything out in a day. That's the best way we could put it. You still have two weeks before the raid. On top of that, you still have the the week before the raid to get seasonal challenges done. Yes, and whatever. We really have three days to get. The, we only have three days to get the seasonal challenges done. That's why people are stressed the hell out. But like, it's it's still like pace yourselves. Like, yes. There's a lot to get ready for. If you want to do 24-hour race and see if you can get the emblem, cool. We understand. We're doing it, too. Yep. But, like, don't stress yourselves out. Pace yourself. That's the biggest thing. Like, like, like just drink some water. Like, take care of yourself. It's going to be all right. And we, will, and we will catch you folks next week, folks. Um, Steve, you star side. Catch you later.